0: And I thank you, and thank you, dear friends, for joining us once again. This, in case you stumbled upon it purely by happenstance and pure kismet, is Fusebox, and I'm your uh, lycanthropic host, Mark Rose, accompanied by the always-ready-to-dance Milk Canes, everybody. Looking very uh, dashing in that pith helmet. Is that, is that what that is? Well,
1: yeah. I, I like to refer to it as a safari helmet. Or a toppy, they sometimes call it.
0: <laughs> Holy crap, man. You planning to do a little hunting or something? I
1: had a real mean-looking moon the other day. So I'm thinking the closer we get to all hollows, more chance of things uh, creeping in, you know? Always good to be...
0: Yeah. Actually, we did, didn't we? Um, the supermoon, as they called it, and uh, an eclipse, too, right? Yeah,
1: buddy. You know those things that go uh, bump in the night? Could go crash and hack during times like these. Indeed.
0: Well, I, I for one, okay, I kept a very low profile during that sequence. Uh, because so,
1: uh, drinking yourself fully, under the table, as opposed to just lying on top of it. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: uh, kind of.
1: But there are many things
0: afoot, folks, and many feet of footing. As my uh, good friends at the Willamette Radio Workshop, under the very able direction of my buddy Sam A. Maori, and me in there too somewhere, will be doing another live audio drama presentation. Uh, this one, uh, again, in Vancouver on October 7th. And this time, I gotta say, these are two pieces that rarely, if ever, have been heard uh, reenacted in any way. One of them, written by Archibald MacLeish, called The Fall of the City, and then Carl Chopik's R.U.R. Both of these, um performed originally, by the legendary Columbia Radio Workshop, uh, we'll have to tell you, many years ago. And the Fall of the City version, by that illustrious group, starred Orson Welles. And uh, we did it once before. This was about 2004, four, five, somewhere in there. And... Uh, oh, well, looky here.
2: Stand in the slant of the sunlight, silent and watching. Silence after the drums echoes the drum beat. Now there's a sound. They see him. They must see him. They're shading their eyes from the sun. There's a rustle of whispering. They can't see for the glare of it. Yes! Yes! He's there in the end of the street in the shadow. We see him. He looks huge. A head taller than anyone else. As broad as a brass door. A hard hero heavy of heel on the brick, clanking with metal. The helm closed on his head, the eye holes hollow. He's coming. He's clear of the shadow. The sun takes him. They cover their faces with fingers. They cower before him, they fall. They sprawl on the stone. He's alone where he's walking. He marches with rattled metal. He tramples his shadow. He mounts by the pyramid, stamps on the stairway, turns, his arm rises, his visor is opening. Nabbed a couple of
0: nice awards for this production, and I gotta tell you, that for me, the reason that happened is that the performances of folks on that uh, production were outstanding. This is not an easy thing to do, folks. This whole piece is written in prose. So it has more similarity in language and tone to maybe Shakespeare than anything else you might hear in the common day. And uh, so it makes it a, a real challenge to work with. And it's one of uh, Sam Maury's and my favorite pieces that the workshop has done um, all the way around. It's just a great piece of work. Uh, the other story is uh, R.U.R., which is uh, the very first science fiction story involving a robot. Yes, before Mr. Asimov's foray into this area and uh, anyone else you'd like to throw into that particular container, there was Carl Chopik's tale of robot uprising. And uh, since revolution seems to be in the thread of these two stories, they make a very interesting pair of offerings, I gotta say. Uh, This one is uh, a first for us to do We've never done this one before So uh, gonna be a treat
1: Not a fan of robots Not even the damn vacuum ones They creep me the hell
0: out So uh, big on the manual labor, are you?
1: Hell no Just don't want the damn things Getting up by themselves And making decisions Without any input from me
0: Ah, I see Control freak
1: Say what you want, man, but this is just another way into our lives. Seemingly benign forces that could turn right around and bite you in the ass as they take all your actual freedoms away.
0: They actually disturb you that much?
1: Just saying.
0: Well, then, we're going to dial up the creep factor for you. A whole bunch, my friend. Because we have a very special show planned For our next edition of Fusebox Where we are most privileged To have the ghost chaser extraordinaire Sunshine Griffith She of uh, The Haunting of Sunshine uh, a, a huge web phenomena If you do not know it Well, you should um, I think I, it's safe to say that The notoriety of this uh, young lady Has has reached epic proportions <laughs> I don't know how many hits a day This thing gets Millions It's, it's yeah it's, it's a little crazy
1: Really? Huh
0: Oh, oh Do I detect a note of interest Professor Skeptic?
1: Oh man, I love that show
0: What? Hell yes
1: no, I, I mean, you know, she's crawling around and things that positively creep me the hell out But I can't stop watching them I mean, she's been after these uh, uh, dark-eyed kids for a while and
0: I got... Wait, wait you, you like this show?
1: Man, I, I mean, I'm all over that stuff
0: Again, I sit slack jawed in your presence
1: Yeah, I can tell Need a drool bucket or something? Now,
0: look, I, got, I gotta know, though. What inspired your fascination in this subject? Cause, and, 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 and don't tell me it had uh, something to do with some uh, trip to Tibet and studying with a shaman, because I'm not getting... Uh, crazy Uncle Carl. Do tell.
1: Uh, it's kind of a touchy subject for me.
0: Well, just between you, me, and the Japanese pocket squirrels, then, huh?
1: Well, it started back in 1988 with my crazy uncle Carl and, well, he, he died tragically in a horrible bowling accident. And ever since then, whenever I see the number 88 or hear the name Brunswick, all sorts of strange crap starts happening. Not- Are you
0: serious? Yeah,
1: when I was younger, I had designs on entering the PBA, and I was good, too. Probably could have gone far in that deal. But now, hell, I can't get one foot into an alley. Now can't go anywhere near one. Not since Uncle Carl's fiery demise. No, sir.
0: Wait, a fiery bowling accident? Now look, you know... I'm not trying to make light of a tragic accident, but, but, but a fire... Changed
1: my life forever. And I know there are strange things out there, man. Just because we can't see them doesn't mean they're not there. So, yeah, I'm really jazzed to finally meet her.
0: And, uh, well, meet her you shall on the next edition of Fusebox, dear friends and colleague. We'll uh, evidently have much to discuss with her.
3: There's a silent killer among us. It causes suffering, little by little, day after day. It can cause fatigue.
4: Why am I so tired all the time?
3: It can make you feel trapped.
4: I just want to sleep all day. And I'm so down. I just don't feel happy anymore.
3: You feel desperate.
4: Something needs to change.
3: You feel alone.
4: Nobody seems to understand.
3: If you or someone you know has these symptoms, you may be suffering from depression.
4: No, it's not depression. It's this echo. I can't shake it.
3: But depression can be treated.
4: No, pretty sure it's not depression. It's really just this whole echoing thing. It's, I mean, sometimes it's fun. Listen.
3: Millions of Americans are diagnosed with depression each year.
4: Look, it's not... Okay, if I'm depressed, which I'm not, but let's just say for the sake of argument that I'm depressed. I'm depressed because of the stupid echo. If the echo goes away, then the depression goes with it, right?
3: Like them, you can get help. It's not depression. Depression sometimes can be helped with a walk in the woods.
4: You're not getting it.
3: Or a warm bubble bath with lavender.
4: That's, that's
3: not even true. Or a trip to someplace calm, like the Grand Canyon.
4: Are you kidding me? I live in the Grand Canyon. It's in my head. It's not relaxing. Listen. Hello. Echo. It's an echo in my head, not depression, Okay, It's not depression. Depression
3: can also cause irritability.
0: Wow, I uh, I just, I just can't get past that interest you have. I mean, I, I, I guess I think it's great.
1: I only know what I experience, and crap happens all the time around the number eighty-eight and the B word. Hell, I remember one time a piano player friend of mine was uh, playing a club downtown here, and I I was sitting there watching him. And all of a sudden, it dawned on me. 88. 88 keys on the keyboard. And I swear it was like two or three seconds later, the damn lid on the piano slammed down and nearly caught the bass player's right arm in the process. It was was a thing, man.
0: Wow. See, that's like me wanting to see a real UFO. Not, not, not a Sears UFO, you know what I'm saying? Not not the one made here, you know what I'm saying? Okay, a real one. Never gonna happen. A- and speaking of alien, what are bowling balls made of? I think they may actually come from, like, planet Bakelite. But I, you know, I don't know.
1: Ah, uh, polyester. But b- before the polyurethane, and even rubber at one time... Then you got to have a really good cover stock, either polished or with some fine grit on the surface. But you got to have that critical weight block inside. It gives you the that right roll and uh, increases the strike potential.
0: The amazing Milt Keynes, everybody. And that concludes this edition of Bowling Minute with Milt. What the hell? <laughs> Well, obviously, the attraction to the sport is still kicking <laughs> whatever <Oi.
4: laughs>
0: I tell you, everyone gets into the act yeah, uh. uh... Over here. Uh, hello? Excuse me, over there. Even get Excuse me, Mr. Clatterbox. Uh, could you pot the mic down in there?
1: Oh, sorry. I thought I'd click that off.
0: What the hell are you doing in there?
1: Well, I, I was just looking for something. Uh, and, uh, well, straightening some stuff up. I mean, you never told me before today that we're having sunshine on the show. So, I... Just want to make sure we make a good impression is all, you know.
0: Yeah. You know, I think the moment she walks in here and sees both of us, that will totally crush the life out of good impressions.
1: Man, I just can't wait. Look, I'm not irritable. I'm just sure I don't have depression. I'm actually
4: a pretty happy guy. Symptoms include denial. Nope, no, I see what you're doing. Hostility. I'm not being hostile, goddammit. i Oh. Oh, you're good. You're good. Itching. Itching. Okay, now this is stupid. How about this? I have this echo in my head, and yeah, it's disturbing, and it shouldn't be there, but I also have you in my head. Disturbing. And, oh, I don't know, probably shouldn't be there.
3: Advanced cases can cause hallucinations, such as hearing voices.
4: Busted. Busted. You're saying you're a hallucination.
3: No. I mean... Yes.
4: Aha! Hallucinations are never indecisive.
3: I am not indecisive. I just had to think.
4: Exactly! Hallucinations don't have to think. If you're a figment of my imagination, your position already has a stance. You're a phony! Ha! I knew it! You don't know about medical conditions, about depression. You're just some voice. It's not making sense. I don't have depression.
3: (laughs) Okay, maybe it's not depression. (laughs)
4: <laughs> you heard it. The almighty voice was wrong. Meaning you didn't have your It's about time you fessed up, you phony.
3: It's Scurvy.
1: Um, hello. Um, uh, um, uh, I'm Melt. And I'm, I'm the, uh, board op here at, uh, Fusebox. And, uh... You're Oh, All right. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> um, hi. I'm uh a Milk Cane's the the board op here at uh, Fusebox. Uh and and well uh there, there's a really uh, a great opportunity for you actors who are uh, uh actors who like to you know uh, act. Oh, brother anyway if that sounds cool then uh, I guess you should uh, audition or something uh, so uh, you know just send your uh, headshot and stuff to uh, acting actors acting in action dot action acting backslash actor dot action dot com. And, uh... Oh, and ladies, be sure to include your measurements for these pervs. So, yeah. Uh, I'm uh, Milk Canes, and uh, I'll see you on the radio. You suck, Canes. Hey! I didn't want to do this stupid thing in the first damn place. You... got Look, I am so out of here. I'm done for good. That's it. You can shove this all away. What an asshole. I heard that. Asshole! Oh, thanks <laughs> for spinning that one. Sorry. <laughs> Couldn't help it.
0: Couldn't help it at all. Would you like to elaborate on that? Uh <clears throat> Session failure, Mr. Keynes, or should I call you spooky? Hey,
1: I told you guys I hate doing that stuff. It feels phony to me, and and I'm no good at it. But no, no, you had to drag my sorry ass in there. Like, you don't know 10,000 flipped-out actor types already. You gotta nab
0: me. You're just so good at being wrong.
1: She's a damn hump buster, too, that little. I can
0: see that in Little Milt's report card, it clearly states that you don't get along well with others. Says right here, F-minus.
1: You don't pay me enough for that kind of abuse. I don't think there's enough money in the world to handle the freight charges on a session like that
0: Authority issues, paranoid tendencies, sometimes maudlin bordering on sullen behavior patterns
1: Hey, she's six years old and treating me like used Kleenex or something We
0: thought you'd enjoy the bonding moments that might happen
1: It would be good for you You know, I try to be a team player around here But this is how you repay my efforts What's next? The uh, Let's Hang Milt from the Ceiling Fan Day?
0: Hmm. The following preview has been approved for
2: all audiences. Rage has a new face. Twisted and misshapen. A face masking a deeper anger. A darker hate. A hate so dark It's black darkness darkens the blackest, darkest night of black darkness. And an anger so deep in its deep deepness, it only deepens deeply as... Hello? Hello.
4: Are you happy with your current long-distance provider?
2: Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I guess so. But I'm a little busy, so I can't talk right now. Would no- you
0: like to save up to 30% off your long-distance calls?
2: Well, sure, who wouldn't? But I'm, I'm in the middle of something.
0: And you can save an additional 10% simply by pledging your soul to the devil.
2: What? Pledge my soul to the devil? No! No, forget it. I'm hanging up now.
0: Why not? You're not even using your soul.
1: We want it. Give us your soul. No. No, you can't have it, all right? It's not for sale. Stupid,
2: stinking, stupid telemarketer,
1: stupid heads.
0: Yes, Rage has a new face. Timo's World. Well, gentle listeners, that will do it. Is that going to fit? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it looks really painful.
1: Uh, as long as these things are right here, they don't touch my face.
0: <laughs> Sorry. That's going to leave a mark, isn't it? Ugh. Well, uh, that's going to do it for this edition of Fuse Box. And uh, I've been your somewhat dazed but always confused host, Mark Rose. And I would like to shout from the rooftops in praise of our vocal collaborators on this one. Kevin Cook... Nico Lane, Jody Lorimer, and Jeff Pollard. And um, also, uh, a tip of the fedora to Sam Maury and the Willamette Radio Workshop for that clip from Fall of the City, as uh, well as uh, Mr. John Barber and Washington State University's Media and Digital Culture Program, of which uh, the WRW will be performing the two presentations there, Fall of the City and RUR, So, uh, you know, hey, if you're in the area, please stop by the Kagan's Theater and check that out on Wednesday, October 7th. It would be an honor to have you in attendance. I know, it seems a little far-fetched, but who knows? Thanks to, and but also to the pithy man himself, Mr. Milk Canes for technical
1: assistance. Been a slice of true stuff.
0: Yes, it has. So be sure to visit the Fusebox store for all your fuse fun funware and such by going to thefuseboxshow.com, click on the shopping button, and you'll be quietly airlifted to the aforementioned site for your dancing and dining enjoyment. And also please, be sure to join us next time when our special guest, we are not kidding, ghost-chasing expert Sunshine Griffith, will be with us, and fun will ensue. So, until our next cartoon.
1: Fuse.